0: That's it, come on, you're teaching the class today, go on. I tried recording. Introduce yourself. My name is Giddy. Giddy? But you guys, you guys can call me um, James Bond. Mr. Big Lighter. Big Lighter? Fuck. Are you going to teach us intimacy? <laughs> I can do whatever you want. I haven't had much of a chance to have a non toxic relationship, but I think. Why is that funny? Why is that funny? Why is that funny? You know each other too well, that's the problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, I I don't yeah, think I, I don't think you're appropriate to teach us. I, ugh, I don't think it's appropriate a lot, of times, just you, you're aware it's not a very bad way to get it Okay, so today I brought a computer. Thank you, Giddy, you did a good job. No worries, till next time. Till next time. I, well, there was a thought of good morning, me teaching uh, the ladies class as well, but I think the ladies teacher made in the end made it last minute. So um, I'm happy in a way because I wanted us to finish off like boys, intimacy boys. And if the girls would have come, it would have been like changed, the shifted the focus. And uh, if we get a chance to do something together, we'll get a chance. But until then, so I bought my computer um, because I have lots of work to do. And I didn't really want to waste my time talking to you guys. So if you don't mind, I'm just, gonna, I'm just joking. Um, I bought it. Because I wanted to show you some crazy, crazy footage from the Gazan War. Crazy footage. Like the the most, if you miss this, yeah, you're crazy if you miss it, yeah. Because it's such intense stuff. What's going on in Aza and the last, I mean, all these pictures are stories in themselves. And there's hundreds of them. I'm going to just make this a big one because this is like an example of what's going on. I mean, this is just one example of just hundreds of pictures, but if you look at this picture, can you see what's going on? So this is from my son has a, has a camera. Wow. And they's, these are terrorists. They're all blindfolded. They're all in white on the floor. These guys are not small guys. They're like, if they stand up, they're if not bigger than the actual soldiers. They're like pretty big dudes. And they've all been captured. My son Do you wanna to connect to the board? Um, we can do that. Yeah, I'll say yeah. that. Why are they all wearing um, white? Huh? Why are they all wearing white? It's part of the uh, like the dehumanization to get them interrogate. Like, like, it's also security reasons probably also, so they know that they've the been plastic. body checked. And everything do you have HDMI else. I wasn't yeah. intending making this a focus, but I think it's important for the sake of clarity and truth. We should probably turn off the light. I don't know if that's yeah, wait, doable. Can you, can you just move the big ones? Yeah. And we're gonna go through some of the crazy footage, but before we do, I just want to have in mind my son Barkitach Ben Masha, Bakhita Ben Alioliza Alcoin, and all the other unbelievable soldiers who are out there. I have videos as well. Um, I don't know if this has been approved by the army. It's okay. do um, for forgiveness, not permission. I just want you guys to just keep this between us and the recording. They're not going to see it. So it's fine. Um, and I want you to realize that, you know, this is real. What's going on right now. And it doesn't make you feel very intimacy focused. But w- what I got from my son was an unbelievable inspiration from the fact I'm j- I'm gonna just put it on uh, what do you call it when it does slides is that an option? Let's have a look. Um. <coughs> Start slideshow. I'm just gonna have it playing, okay? Because there's like hundreds here, and I d- don't want to just spend the whole time moving it I around. Can I give it like a yeah. So this is near the end of his his journey and as of the last two months before he came home this last weekend. And as you can see, all the terrorists are on the floor and they're being disciplined. They're not allowed to speak. If they speak, they do get beaten up. Like that's just, uh, <laughs> no, the, it's, it's, yeah, it's needed. And, um, you know, it, these guys, these, their unit are, are amazing. That's my son. They're amazing. He's got a negative, if you can see. Negavus. What, what unit is he? Is. he's, so it's San Khanim but it's, it's uh, joined up with, uh, with what's it called? With, um, no. it's, joined, it's, it's joined up with, uh, not, it's called Unit 98. Now this has gone back to the beginning, when he first got to Aza, this is from the outside. So we're going to go through the whole story now. And uh, as you can see, these wow. Are units. Wow, now. Yeah, he, this guy I met this, just this Saturday night, I drove down with my son to, um, <laughs> to Otef Aza, because um, that's where they were employed. Literally, they, they came, you have to understand what's going on in San This is 48 hours, they got given permission to come out of the army. Um, the first time to, in, was two months into the war, more than any other, it was over 100 days, actually more than two months, it was over 100 days. And then a second time was two months later, was this weekend. And he's uh, a lift of his soul, a holy soul, my son. And um, he's also a tough kid as well. Like, you know, he knows how to handle himself. Like someone made fun of my wife or something, like telling me the beat beat him up completely. He's that kind of kid. But the point is, he's using it now for good things. And uh, yeah, thank God. I'm very proud of him. These are different terrorists that they they captured over the time. Um, This is right near the beginning when they first went into um, Kanunis. um, so this is the, the second time he went back. The first time he didn't have a camera. Um, the second time he went back just with a regular camera. This is all regular camera footage. So unlike a lot of his friends who have GoPros or other ways of videoing or picturing, he had to actually hold a camera. So it wasn't so practical in combat to use it. So next time, he's come, he, we, we managed to get fundraised and got like a really, not just a GoPro, better than a GoPro, I don't know what it's called, asmosis or something. It moves, like when you move around, it, it, like skateboarders use it. Absolutely. Yeah, it has, Civility. and it's got 128 gigabytes. So this time he came back with 60 gigabyte of material. Next time it's got 128. The hope is it'll come back again in another few months or whenever it is, whenever the next come out. And you're gonna see a lot of pictures of them just like hanging out kind of thing. But the, the reason why we're, we're gonna see all this kind, cause you see every house they go into, they sort of take it over. They have to go around the whole house. We've got loads of videos of them doing that. They, they put markers everywhere. Uh, that's the graffiti that you see, the spraying. And um, you know, he's become really close with these boys. And just, if you understand these boys' backgrounds, they're all completely different. We're talking about from the most left to the most right, to the most irreligious, the most religious, to every kind of nation. There's like Thailandi guys, a like guy from Hodu. There's a guy, a Ethiopian, there's like every kind of people. Russians, Ukrainians, they're all together. Yeah, no war. And uh, yeah, they're all together and they're all helping each other to win this war. He's become very close with this Gingy dude. They call him Gingy or something, it's not surprising. What just happened Wait, there? Your computer turned off. Oh really? Oh, no, i no, you got to tap your, your mouse back. Well, that's what it was? Yeah. not the power? No, no. Oh, that's good news. Thank you. OK, so um, next up, um, we're going to talk about intimacy. Yeah, it's very important that we get into that. Would you have footage or... we'll, we'll do the footage after we've done the pictures. So we're just going to leave this playing. hope it's not too distracting. I want to end off the class with the focus that these guys have. It looks like they're chilling, but they're not. They're on duty. Like my son told me the other day that he was sitting journaling. He has a book he's writing. I haven't seen that, he didn't show it to me, but he's writing a book, like of all the experiences. And as he was sitting there, bullets start come flying through, and they suddenly they're on the the radio that they're being attacked, their unit, and they have to get in straight into defensive action. So he's all the time in a state of focus, even if it looks quite relaxed. That's just their way of letting off steam, I suppose, in living in such scenarios, living in as a and. you know, these are like Arab houses. They're going into. They go, they don't go through the door. They go through the wall. But the focus, because obviously booby traps, things like that. But the focus there. I mean, all the time there's gunfire and going off, drones flying around. It's it's an it's a war scene. It's not like. Uh, I mean, look at these pictures. This is not like, uh, you know, a nice Sunday afternoon in uh, in Migdal um, Oiz. This is uh, war. Um, Anyway, so my opinion, our generation, we're in a state of war constantly, not just in Aza, um, but globally and internally. It's, an, an, we're in a state of war. And to think that once there's no more longer world wars is we don't have to be in that state of readiness as a mistake. We have to be, we mentioned last week about removing the distractions. We have to really honor the time that we're living. Every minute is precious, like you see from here. When he came back from the army service, 48 hours is all he had. So he has to think about what is he going to do in those 48 hours? Because after that, he's back. They literally, we drove them down to, to Okifaza and they're, all their boys, they're like dancing around, so energized to be together and, and the, the higher-ups had to come and sort of maneuver them to go get food and where the DJ was playing, the barbecue and everything, yeah? They had to maneuver them because they wanted to just be together. They were just, I felt the love, the energy between all of them. They were just so like together. Hopefully, you guys have created that bond in this program at least somewhat. But they're literally living together. By the way, there's even a female doctor amongst their unit, and she's become like one of the boys, you know? Because and there's none of that energy because it's just about mission. It's mission focused. Yeah, you're not thinking about that kind of stuff in this situation. So anyway, so they're very very focused. They're 48 hours home, so it makes you realize the importance of time just to relate to the previous class we spoke about. So he literally used... By the way, that's how they have to... Every time they're sitting around, they have to be in that state of, you know, that position. They can't just, like, you know... Whenever there's an army situation, they have to be in that crouch position. I don't know if you've seen guard, soldiers guarding, but you don't just sit or stand. There's a certain position they have. Um, yeah, so he, he's... Already, when he was in Lebanon, he's caught terrorists through binoculars. There's so much... Um, Situations where the, what they're doing is, is captured and you have to know recently it was just announced that can Yunis, that the Hamas presence has been eliminated, Yeah. All you yes. Um Pretty much. I mean the problem is what my son said like that they don't talk about so much is the tunnel network is so extensive that that's still an <laughs> issue Because it's so extensive and they do have thank God there are the, Ram- uh, the Makkal who go in to the tunnels You have to be high high highest level to go into the tunnels because it's proper crazy down there, um, so the, only the best of the best go down to the tunnels like that, like it would be like, in the way we'd understand it from the US would be like the sills, you know? They don't even go into the tunnel. really. Like, yeah, they're just flooding they're them. Like, they're well, them, they're blowing them up, sending dogs out. down there, drones to check out what's There's going on. from um, like three weeks of working on that. Like, yeah, they have to first work on the tunnel before they actually go in, exactly. So, yeah, it's an extensive and that, that's why it's taking so long. It's such an extensive mission. Also, for my son, he's going house to house. That's more his mission, guarding the other units. He's part yeah, uh, of... Huh? Which, you do. I don't know if I should say because I'm recording. I don't want it to be like... Um, but it's a, it's a one in the news all the time. You you hear about it. Um, yeah. a, they get a lot of coverage. Um. Anyway, so he, um, the focus he had to have when he came home, so what did he do? First thing first, haircut. Because he, he felt like a shmeral, like his hair was all, you know, beard was very long. He needed to get a haircut, so we took him to Shalim. Now we were standing there waiting for the, to get the haircut, and the, the guys there were like, you know, you have to go to Seder. So I, I wasn't there that moment when they said that to him. When I came afterwards, I just had taken my wife to the bathroom, I came back, and they're like, what? The Fee I wanted to make a whole Balagan. Like, you know, how can you make my son wait? He's got 48 hours. He's giving his life up for you, a bunch of kids. It was like a bunch of punk kids, you know, like us or whatever. Like, he's giving up his time, and you're making him wait in a queue? He's got 48 hours. Like, get out of the way. So I didn't... My son said, don't don't, don't make a whole story. So I didn't say... I, but they could see I was getting, like, that kind of energy. So then they, they thank God, they gave him... They started doing his hair. And um, he just felt a little bit like coming back to normal life, how everyone's so like sort of in their own little worlds, you know, like in their own little phone world or social world or like bubble. And they're not realizing what these guys are doing every day, like giving up their life. And they just feel a bit like pissed off, like they're not being appreciated fully of what they're doing. So he was a little feeling that a little bit. But anyway, the rest of the time was just amazing. We were with family. we We got to see some of this footage. It was amazing to look at. We were, like, he, he wanted to go see my rabbi, so he get a blessing. I never asked him for that, he, off, he asked himself. We went to my rabbi, then he went out of his boys and he didn't get blasted. The last time he got blasted, and it ruined his 48 hours, so he didn't get wasted. Yeah, even though there's a feeling you need to do, like, let off steam, but he didn't want to spend the whole time, like, half drunk, you know, recovering from what he did. So he didn't do that, and then the next day we took him to a pedicure, ma- massage. We took him to Bat Yam. Beautiful pictures by Bat Yam. Bat Yam, by the way, is beautiful beach. Really beautiful, even in the winter, it was beautiful. And then um, Shabbat, we had the most beautiful Shabbat with him. It was like two days of Gan Eden, literally. The light that he brought to my home, and the Nukudo I want us to, that's going to help us in the intimacy course to end off the finale, is the focus. The focus that he had. Even when he was home, he was so present, he put on music and he just sang with his whole heart. He was, it's was like one of the things why I didn't want to do music so much about like myself, perform music, because I didn't see how they all have these GoPros. My son's got like a really good one, like the best you can get <coughs> to go back with now. And then he won't have to hold it, yeah? But the whole point is that what I wanted you to take with you for the intimacy course is the focus that we all need to have. We all need to get more focused about what, what we're here for. That we didn't just come to Israel just to like have a good time. We came to Israel, one, there's been a war, so you've, you've experienced something which you would never experience in America or wherever you were from. Two, you're in a program where they help you like understand your value system. Remember, we spoke very much about values, keeping that your priorities, making sure you're in a win-win mindset, you're here for each other. Well, You learn a lot of these skills, you applied them, you live them, like some of the guys who are running the program somewhat, like making sure there was more going on, taking responsibility. This is like real stuff. So now when we're looking at these soldiers, we're seeing how much they literally, see that's the position they have to be in the whole time. They're literally saving each other's lives all the time. They've all got each other's back. It's a different level of responsibility for each other than you know, what are we doing today in the program. It's a different level. It's life or death. The, the terrorists can pop out of holes, tunnels, you don't know. And you've got to be ready for it. Any minute there could be an attack. And there, there has been. And um, he's got like, crazy stories of stuff that's happened. Like one of the things that when they go into the houses and they capture terrorists, they get to see Shabak come in and what Shabak do. Yeah, You know what Shabak is, yeah? yeah. Shabak come into the house and they literally like, torment these guys to get information. And some of them, they know that they've, they've, from the intelligence they've got, they know that some of these guys were part of the, for example, the whole October the 7th, Nova Massacre and all the crazy stuff that went down, some of them, they've captured, they, my son's seen some of them from that original attack, and the way Shabbat deal with them, it's not, let's just say it wasn't a pleasant experience, yeah, like proper Nakama, yeah, revenge and uh, as well as getting information. That's the uh, objective, obviously. Okay, oh, nice to see you, man. Sorry, I'm late. No no problem. We're just going through the pictures from my son um, while we're discussing intimacy. And um, he just came back from Kanunis, just to give you like, and he's gone back already Saturday night. By midnight, he'd already handed back his phone. Think about that. He had 48 hours. I went through the 48 hours, but he had 48 hours to see his family, to see his friends, to see his Rebbe, his rabbi, to you know, to experience Shabbat with the shul. The shul were amazing. Shirat David gave him such love of Shlomo. Everybody there was giving him such love. He was like a melech. They were treating him like a melech. Thank God there was amazing appreciation from a frat. Frat was, he was like, he couldn't be happier to be back in a frat for Shabbat after being in Kanunis. And then literally by midnight, his phone, the last phone call he said, you know, to my mu- to my wife, ima. Mummy, like I'm giving the phone in now. This is it. And my wife's like, you've got this. Even though she wants to cry and be all emotional. She's like, no, you've got this. You're that was, montage. huh? This is montage. Yeah. Motor shoves. And she, he was already in. That's it off. We got a message like a few hours later. They're already in back in canyones, like back in mission mode. So it was, it's crazy to think how, how focused they had to be those 48 hours. Now imagine if we could live life with that kind of perspective that we've only got 48 hours. We've only got 48 hours. Imagine that with our relationships, how much more we'd appreciate the person. That's what it was like with him. It was amazing because we were so focused on the time of him that it was just about quality. And we overlooked any potential fights or issues. It was just about focusing in on the relationship. This guy, by the way, his father, his father's a really big high up, higher up in the army. Very, I, met, I met them both on Saturday night, most Shabbos. And... He's higher up, and I was standing next to him, it was such a funny image, like me with the beard and the sits and everything, and him like with the bald hair, like completely secular, like, and he's starting to make blessings and things like that on food. Like for some reason, he's picked it up in the war, not religious at all, but like for some reason, he's into this blessing thing. So all the time, he's like screaming out blessings, like when he drinks water or whatever. So they've all like influenced each other in a good way, like positive stuff. And uh, as you can see, the, the, the thing on my, my son's arm is Mashiach. He has a new one now, the base of English as well, uh, that we sent him back with. And this is where, before he got his new gun, the Negev, Negevist. Because basically, what I, did I tell you something about the Negevist? That the one before he was at the front, his ears got affected from all the explosions and everything. So he's still not recovered. So my son's going to be the Negevist now, like the leading frontline line Negevist. That guy is unfortunately not coming back for now. Um, so that's why he moved into that position because an older, more experienced guy switched. Oh, you would have enjoyed these, man. You're missing the, We have got all the pictures of my son in Can Yunus. You've got to come. We're going to get to the good stuff in a minute. Your kind of footage. You're going to love every second. So I was just saying like, for me with music, because my son was like pouring out these songs. I was talking about music before. One of the reasons why I didn't want to get into music is because I didn't feel like I'd fully like, be coming from a sincere place, from my soul. So I had to first connect more to my soul before I feel I could communicate. And what was so beautiful when my son was back for those 48 hours, the second time since the beginning of the war, is I really felt his soul, I really felt his presence, his focus, and everyone in the family was focused, everyone in the community was focused. Everyone knew that this was like not to be taken for granted, this special moment. And in a way, imagine if we could live life that way all the time, like at least try on a little bit back of our mind, remind ourselves that life is precious, time is precious. Let's really tune in to the relationships we have. This would be like the best advice for us to leave off. Like this week's pasture we have Aaron a Cohen. My son's a Cohen, yeah? I'm a Cohen. So Aaron and Cohen went to Liphliphanme. You know what that means. Who knows? What's the lyphlippheem? The inner sanctum, sanctuary. yeah? He went to the Kodesh Kadoshim. Yeah? So, what's the Kodesh Kadoshim, brothers? The brother, this this is Kshmat, this chair. There's there's even nicer chairs later on. By the way, these houses are nice. So, he went to the Holy of Holies. What's the Holy of Holies? So, it represents intimacy. Intimacy is this place you go into. Really, you have to understand the way the woman's built. You're entering into the Holy Holies. You're entering into this inner sanctum where you bring down these souls. That's like the Kruvim, these two, like. Cherubs facing each other, these holy, pure faces facing each other in intimacy, bringing down that holy souls. That's really where the source of our Torah, our holiness, it comes from a place of intimacy. So, when the base of English was destroyed, for example, those they were in, in embrace, those two Kruven. Even though you say, wait a minute, why they're not meant to be in embrace when God's not happy of us. But the point was that. In the end, God's always happy with us. We're always intimately connected to God. This is the truth of who we are. So that intimate place of Lufna'i this is a very focused, beautiful place where all the blessing for the, for the year comes down Yom Kippur. And it's a special place where we, we connect, where we all have it within each of us. Because Hashem said, in Isolkim, He's going to put it within us. And every husband and wife have that experience of intimacy in that place of Holy of Holies. It's called the Holy of Holies when you're intimate with your wife, with your soulmate. To understand that this is like really the goal of our people is to bring to the world how intimately bound up we are as souls and, and as people. So when you're with, say, this situation with my son in the war, even though it seems like the opposite of this because it's like people killing each other, it's not intimate, but there, there is an intimacy one between the, between the unit. They've, they have to live together constantly. In and make each time, each house they're in, they have to make it a little home for that day. They have to figure out how where they're going to sleep. They to figure out where they're going to eat. They're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with all the paraphernalia from Hamas and from UNRWA. My son said he saw again and again in all the houses. It wasn't just Hamas stuff, it was UNRWA as well. UNRWA, fill up those houses, yeah? All the UN stuff, they're just as much involved with Hamas when you're in those places. They're bound up, there's no separation, Hamas and UNRWA, they're the same kind of thing. So he saw that with his own eyes. So The international community is to blame as well for this whole crazy war, because they're part of that UNRWA. So we have to realize that this is something like, the enemy is outside of us, it's within us, it's not just an external war. And therefore, what we have to do is be very focused in our mission, what we're here for, it's like these soldiers. Has to be very, very focused in using time, in, in appreciating. Because the thing you think about the most when you're at war, what do you miss the most? What do you think they miss most? Mishpoche. Yeah, very good. Mishpocha, family. They miss the family. Yeah, that's what they miss. They miss the intimate connection. Yeah. Like if you've watched any war movies, who do they have a picture on, on their like army place? Who do they have a picture of? They have a picture of the president. Their wife. Their wife, their girlfriend, the person they love. Yeah, their mother. Their family, yeah. That's that's what people it makes you realize. And one, these people become your real family in the war because you don't have any phones, you have no distractions, you're just tuned into each other and how you can get this mission done. As you can see, they're like using all the different things of in these Arab houses and the Gazan houses to be able to, to go to the next house, go to the next house. And it's a continual mission of uncovering and capturing terrorists and uncovering what's in these houses and it's, we conquered can Yunus. it's been conquered Baruch Hashem, on an external level underneath there's still issues but it's been conquered look got these crazy cards anyway um, <clears throat> I just I want, I want to ask you guys to all of you please to remi- remember what we experienced together in this course that we weren't just getting together every two weeks or so just to, just to whatever to learn some concepts we would try to think about how you can apply a lot of the stuff. We started off with kindness, with having a mission statement, being proactive mission statement, and then focusing on our priorities. And We focus on win-win, we focus on learning how to listen to people, especially the other half. If you want to have a good marriage, you're going to have to figure out how to communicate to this lady. And, and also synergizing, realizing there's a beautiful synergy, you join together, it, it creates multiplicity, you get more and more successful, you're, you scale, you start to build, you, you need the other person to to grow your business, to grow your home, to grow your, your mission in life. And then you have the review, we have to go over everything we did. All the classes are recorded. I put them in the chat. You can reach out to me anytime if you have any questions, anything. Like if life gets difficult and I've had guys reach out to me years later and it helped them because I'm always that kind of guy who makes myself available. You know, one guy right now from from he's going through relationship issues, trying to figure out getting married and stuff. We, I give him like a session once every he saw we get on the phone and we talk about the relationship struggles and, and it's been helpful for him just to talk to a person who's not like involved, like he's not a rabbi or a teacher in his program, he's not a parent, he's not someone with history from before. I'm, I'm in a different space, so I don't mind giving that time to people. And another thing is then what we spoke about last week, which I think is really important, the last two times, we, we spoke about finding your voice. And hearing her voice, hearing what she's about. So she's gonna have her mission as well, giving space for that. And we also talked about getting rid of the distractions. But today the, the most important point is just really tune into life. Tune in tune into the oneness of life, the the soul level, the intimacy of life. There's a beautiful relationship that waiting for all of you. It's the most important thing. It's gonna give your life focus because when you have what why do we end up with one woman, one love? Anyone seen that movie yet? One love? Anyone's into Bob Marley? Nobody? No, the Bob Marley. Yeah, nobody's into Bob. I'm too old, already. Well, you mm-hmm. know what's the movie, but like, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, also yeah. into Bob Marley. Like, you are into Bob? I, I know of him, like, I don't want like- crazy. Ziggy Marley, any of the new generation of the Marley's? It's like our old do. school. Huh? And like another name. Another, another name, so the new generation don't really get into Bob. I went to Jamaica once. Really? on a cruise. Yeah. That's cool. Very good. Did you go to Bob Marley's house? I, mm, yes. Yes. I got a hat. Like, like with the, the dreadlocks. You know. Yeah. So one of the things I want to say about that movie, I went to see it because um, we were just freaking out about my son. We didn't know if he was coming home or not. It wasn't announced. It's nice you know? <laughs> it wasn't announced. <laughs> <laughs> it was some of these pictures are funny. It, wa- it wasn't announced about uh, my sons where they're going to get let out no one knew it was so Wednesday night my wife was on spilk is he coming home is he not all the mothers of the soldiers were on spilk they heard they are coming but there wasn't certain so I said to my wife we need to go do something just to distract you so we went to the movies we haven't gone since we haven't gone to the once it just didn't feel right but that night I was like you just need to get out so we sat in this movie she knows I'm a Bob Marley fan and um you know, we we're watching the movie. It was very good. Suddenly she gets a call. Yes, they're coming out. She gets a call from my son and she, she finds it. She speaks to him. She's so excited. The first time she speaks to him in months and, and she's so, so excited. I mean, she had had a few minute calls, but the first time he's out of, like on his way out of Kanyunis, out of Gaza, it was a big like joy. Yeah. So anyway, we carried on watching the movie. It was middle of month, She went out that moment of the movie where Bob and his wife are having a fight. And one of the things i realized he didn't play make such an emphasis on it but one the movies called one love but he did not have one love yo brother over there you're missing the, the footage man it gets good yeah so one love he didn't have one love you hear that he didn't have one love what did he have he had loads of women you know bob he had children with other wives yeah with other women yeah so well, he didn't have one love. He wasn't one love. One love means one woman, also. That was my one criticism of him as a person. He wasn't able to really be one love. I have a question. Yeah. Um, I had. Do you think you can. How can you can have one love if you get worse than that? No, because there's, there's differences of the different soulmates. So you had your first soulmate, it wasn't meant Am to be. So you be get a second soulmate, I that's fine. In my opinion, the Huh? <laughs> That's like old school. Like we used to have one lots of wives, but we we can't. Look, it's hard enough to focus on one woman. You can focus on two. Like really, because they're not just going to give you what you want. They're going to want other attention. They're going to want financial. There's going to be more to the marriage than just you know when you're in the mood and she has to be available. It doesn't work that way. I think I can focus on. Huh? I think I can focus on three. Yeah, but there's a whole thing about polygamy. There's a whole thing about polygamy. It doesn't work really anymore to be really uh, able to support more than one woman, like in all the different ways that's needed. And women are, themselves, they don't, they're not going to stand for it. They've all been like, through the feminist movement and they've all heard all the you know, the, the way the world thinks now. It's, most women are not going to allow that. Yeah? You'll, you'll be lucky to be able to please one woman. Like that would be an achievement. Yeah. Like to really please a woman, it takes a lot of work, a lot of focus, a lot of attention, a lot of time, a lot of consideration, a lot of struggles, lots of ups and downs. It's worth it. Every minute's worth it. Because I said, you get to that intimate moment. And there's nothing better in the world. But it's, it's, it's worth all the work. The, the bond you build with this person, the dedication, the love, the soulmate connection is beyond everything. It can give you strength to do everything in life. But it, it, you have to work for it. It's not like a freebie. Like, we, we just want to live in Eretz Yisrael. That's like, we want to live here. Look what we have to do. So we have to go live in these houses of Arabs and fight just to be able to live here. We can't just live here. It's work to live in Eretz Yisrael, to work the land, to work to support ourselves, to defend ourselves. It's work, but it's worth it. And everyone there feels that it's worth it. They get a bit pissed off when they come out and they say everyone doesn't seem to care what they've just done. Because they've just worked really hard for us to be able to live peacefully. Remember, at the beginning of the war, every day, missiles flying. If these guys weren't doing what they were doing in Azza, all those missile sites, they've, they, you know how many times they've captured missile sites? They would still be there. The missiles would still be, and they'd still be flying towards us. That's what would be going on. So we have to, we have to realize that it, wow, look at that. That's a lot of games. Anyway, what huh? What, what was that? That I think that was the, they were keeping score. Uh-huh. <sighs> anyway, it gets, it gets, it gets better as it goes on because then you start to see them arresting terrorists and stuff like that. It's such an old Yeah, let's move it on a little bit, just get it moving. I just speed it up, just press. We will just leave it. We'll get there eventually. Anyway, the main the main thing is that I learned so much from having. This is another thing. This guy did not come from a religious son at all, but he's showing respect. You know, in the army. My sons used to fill in on so many, so many soldiers. We got this extra pair, but there's so many soldiers who want to. You see what unit does on the thing? There's so many soldiers who just want to connect. They they feel like you know. They need to connect to God, there needs to be more to what they're doing. And it's not like this, like, yeah, go on. What's going to stay connected? Like, obviously you can stay connected, but to keep Shabbos, I'm sure it's really hard. Oh, so Shabbos has become, uh, I spoke to my son about it. Thank you for asking. That's very hard. And the Shabbos, I mean, this is survival. You have to use the Arab parts. There's no choice. So Kashras, everything Jewish wise, they try, they, they get given kosher food. They get given the opportunity to pray a little bit, but it's all on a it's all overruled by the kark nefesh. The Kalk nefesh is the heter, right, like is the permission to for everything. So for, for example, my son was walking around with his phone the whole shot so he has to. Yeah. Yeah? My wife also walks around with phone, you know, because she's uh she's mugging the dog, but she's also gonna keep in touch with my son. Um He's got to be available for that. There's a whole yeah. Life has changed because of the war in terms of Shabbos. It doesn't mean Shabbos isn't Shabbos. Shabbos is Shabbos, but we have to realize that Koch Nefesh is for the soldiers is more important. And he himself said he said to me, Tati, Abba, I'm Shomer Shabbat. I'm just right now, like this is my way of being Shomer Shabbat. Like I'm coming out of the war shama Shabbat. As he said to me, like he has no intention to not keep Shabbat after the war just because he got used to like. Doing other things on Shabbat, and he says that you know when he came home, his joy of just seeing Shabbos candles, Shabbos food, Shabbat food, sitting together with family in a proper home with proper warm food. The joy he had from eating hot meat, hot meat, hadn't had hot meat for months. Yeah, he loved every single meatball, and my wife gave him like a sort of chillin' thing, and then he was loving the food, salad, fresh salad. It was like Ghanadin. You start to realize all the different things you take for granted that you have this beautiful woman in your life, your mother or your your wife, and they're making all this effort to cook, or if you're a cook, you make all this effort to make the food. Suddenly, you're, it's like a level of enjoyment you can't imagine when you've been denied it for so long. The, the pleasure of a shower. He loved the shower. Having a shower, warm shower. There's no showers. Two months. You're going to see later on the state of their feet. Their feet are messed up from the lack of, like, hygiene and showers. And there's nothing, you can't take, the whole operation of taking off all your stuff. He managed to have two times during those two months to wash himself off with a little bit of water and, and a bit of, like, wiping himself. Most of the guys didn't even do that. They just couldn't be bothered to take all the equipment off and put it all back on. And, you know, it wasn't exactly a warm shower. It was just, like, water, washing yourself with it. And so we have to understand what kind of, discomfort you're in after like months of this, and you've got to just keep going and keep going. And, you know, it's a mission. It's not like, uh, anyway, brush the, the teeth. um, somewhat, yeah. Like, they have some sort of tools and things that they use to put a paste. And every house they went into, they sometimes they cleaned it up, you can see they're cleaning it up, making it nice. So while they're there, they should enjoy it. And some of these houses, they look pretty decent. Like to off yeah, and uh, you see the beads from the Arabs, their their whole religious thing. I mean, it's 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 intense watching this. I haven't seen all these pictures like like this. It's great for me to see it as well, blown up. I've got loads of videos as well. This is when it starts getting to the later part when he becomes a negavist, My son, he's going to switch his gun, and he um, you're going to start to see all the terrorists. It's amazing some of the things they they do on the wall, the scuta muna, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but um, Yeah you see this? Like beautiful stuff. Like they This is Aishili, this is Rabbi Nachman's symbol. My fire will burn till Mashiach's coming. You know? This guy's from Hodu, from India. He's fighting with my son, you know. They all call him Bouchi because he's like the Hasidic guy, you know, with the pears and stuff. Doing a heart thing there. I said to a bunch of guys who are love that I'm friends with, they're really excited to see that. I mean that's the pictures again. you know, sitting in one of these nice chairs. And it's, that's one of the other important things. There's a pride, but not like a pride where it's too far, like Kokometsu Myodi. There's a pride where they, pride, pride, they, they see the power of the Israeli army, the IDF. Like the Arabs are scared of them. Remember, my, dad, my son doesn't have, on this, these pictures, he doesn't have a GoPro. So he's having to take the pictures but when when you're going to get back next time if you're around by the way you're all welcome i I did intend to bring food today and i did intend there to be some sort of party but it didn't work out so all of you invited at any point you got my number if you were in the frat and you want to come around for a, for a lachayan for a biscuit you know i'm english a biscuit means a cookie or freshly made we had a whole bunch it wasn't enough for all of you and i didn't want to bring like and then some got something and uh, my, my wife's still recovering from having my son home and she's not well from all the stress and the, all the dedication she did for him. That's an Arab gun, by the way, that he's holding. But like he said there's so much weapons in the houses. He said that most of the time you're finding Russian rifles. Yeah, that's, that's the main type of what are they guns. Um, that's a good question. I didn't ask him that, but I assume they have to they hand them into the trucks that come and bring them food and stuff like that can't just leave them there um yeah we can't just leave like all the weapons and stuff lying around we've got to take care of it um yeah it's just amazing like seeing this like every time they get deliveries they're also another thing they've gone they've gone on many times into the mccullets of the arabs like the shops there and they're stocked up with all kinds of food and stuff and they just take it, because you know there's no shop owner anymore. And then, I mean, look at their feet, it's so messed up. Here and there, they'll take them off, like they're yellow and like sores and it's intense. And what's nice is my son now has this, like I send all these pictures to his WhatsApp, he has all these pictures, he forwarded them to, onto his uh, unit and um so they have all these memories still, they'll never forget these times together and uh thank god his unit's all slum, like no one's been killed thank god they're all together and we prayed till the end as well to the end of this war they've been really good unit like really on their toes and really looking out for each other and um you know i just want to ask anyone does any before we finish off we're finishing off in like 10 minutes or so Does anyone feel like there was something that this course like stood out A point, like, obviously I have my own personal journey, but then each of you are going to have yours. Is there anything that stood out that you want to share like make it just give me feedback. If you don't feel like doing it now, you can send it to me privately, or if you want to send it on the group, I also don't mind. The main thing is that we communicate. Everyone's got stuff going on inside of them. We're not alone. We're together. We're a nation, we're a people, we're here for each other. Life can get pretty tough. I know with my son, for example, he had times he hated the legal army, hated it. He was freaking out, he was having anxiety attacks. He did not want to be in this unit. He did not want to, and I'm not talking about Asa. By the time he got to Azza, he was ready to go. I'm saying in the training, the build-up, when he was in Lebanon, other situations, he was having a really hard time. And thank God he stuck with it. But one of the keys was he always had people he could talk to. He had my wife. He had, when before they took the one taking away phones in those days, he had a good phone at my wife. They spent hours on the phone. He had people, some of them in Fakir, in Fakir, in Fakir, were amazing, were really there for him. He had some really hard in him, people who were not good for him, like, were not nice to him at all. That was really rough. Thank God that his now is amazing, and really nice people, really believe in him and like you know empowering and stuff and uh, but it's important you connect yourself to people that you can trust that you can talk out stuff in life because ultimately you're going to find that's another big thing you want to make sure when you find your soulmate that this is someone you can really trust and talk to about real things you've spoken about this you've got to face your stuff not just stuff your face face your stuff you're going to be able to deal with things you're going to be able to process things and because my son, thank God, has that kind of relationship with my wife and myself a little bit as well and other people around, he's very open. Like even his boys, he was shouting them on the phone when he came back. He was like, you just don't get it. Like, I haven't showered for two months. Yeah, like you don't get what, what we're going through. You don't understand, like he was trying to communicate to them so they can understand a little bit where he's at, like what he wants to do with them that night. He needs to have an experience, a special moment. Not their just usual. They would just get drunk and walk around the shook. He wants to do more than that. Yeah, he wanted to do more and connect with people who are focused and real. And that's like, it's like a wake up in life that you start to realize how you want to experience moments with your boys, with your with the people you care about. You don't want to just have superficial experiences. Yeah, you don't want to be have some dude putting you down and making fun of you or who knows what. Yeah, you, you want to be having bonding experiences. You want to life should be meaningful and purposeful. And you with people that you can experience that together. And I just really got a lot of personally, a lot of light from my son coming back. And the whole situation right now in Israel, that there is some sort of waking up. Not everybody, but generally there's a feeling. Of people are more aware of who they are, what they are. So uh, I want to get to the part where you start to see all the terrorists. I've got like footages of them also moving all the videos of them moving all the civilians because there were still loads of civilians in units. I've got footage of them talking to the terrorists. I've got footage of them. Uh... son knows, knows He does know some yeah. You're doing it before, or... He says like this. Some of the. The feeling of fear that some of the Arabs have had towards them is crazy. Like they're like, I'm, <laughs> like screaming like crazy sounds, like because they they know that they're they're being dominated like over there. It's not like uh, you know we're coming and giving them out free pies and like you know move on please. Like it's serious, and uh, you know we, we're not we're not taking risks. You know. One of the things my son did is he dressed up a little bit like, a, like an Arab, like he put on certain clothing and it, could, it almost looked a bit terrorist style. He got in a lot of trouble for that. Because if someone's standing there with guns and looks like a terrorist, they're just going to kill him. <laughs> they're not going like, to wait to see if it's a soldier or not. Yeah, it's, it's a different you know, kind of alertness. Because guy could just pop out of nowhere from the tunnels that you didn't find. You went in the tunnels or He's, he's helped, us in the first part of the war, he helped discover the famous, you know that large tunnel, the very big one? They were able to drive trucks through and yeah. stuff. The, he, his unit discovered that tunnel. They were the ones who uncovered that. Um, so And they were on guard, uh, many times, outside of tunnels to make sure that no one came out or who went in. If, they, if units were going in to do what they had to do, they had to guard on the outside. Um, remember, as I said, he doesn't, this is not GoPro footage, this is him with his camera, so he couldn't really take footage of all the interactions, all the times they were in houses with the terrorists and the Shabbat came and obviously you can't take pictures of the Shabbat. Um, but yeah, you no, know, all the time being on guard, being focused, being with your boys, looking out for each other, learning to live with people day after day after day. You know this is like a lot of keys here for intimacy for marriage you're going to live with this lady you know with all her needs and all her space things and you're going to live together and it's not it's not going to be like all the time like party time yeah i know like you go on netflix and it looks like everyone's just partying that's like guy and girl it's always these peak moments that always show those peak moments of where the most passion the most but that's not real life Real life is learning how to live with a person and learning how to, it's not such fun footage, but it's real footage. It's real life, real relationships, how to care for another person. You go and make yourself food, make the other person food. You go get a drink, make the other person a drink. It's about thinking about someone other than yourself. And that's one of the beautiful things about the army. It trains these guys to go beyond themselves and it gives them a feeling of fulfillment. He was elated when he came back to the base. Wasn't even a base in in Al Qadha He was elated. He was like as if he was on drugs. How high he was, just to see all his boys and the love they have to each other. All these different guys from different worlds. The love they have. The energy they have. The excitement they're doing something. They're not and the meaningfulness. And you think well, it looks like a lot of just chilling. But that, this is like all the time they're not doing the missions. They have to like come down a second, but. They're doing it together. There's real conversations. It's, they're not thinking about how they look online and posting and all this stuff. It's just maybe they're taking some pictures for memories, but it's, they're not posting this. They're not, it's not like status. It's real. It's connection. And this is something which is a lost art. And we, each of us individually can try gain it. Gain back real relationships, real time with people. You'll feel so much. He said it's like Chaim meeting. In Azer, he's at one point. He was like, "I just want to go back to other not because he wants to be in this dump, but because he wants to be in that kind of space where he's really connecting with people." Does everyone get the point of what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like a different flow, and each of you are going to find it in moments of this in your life. You know, they're, they're, it's become quite popular in America now for some people to go offline for a while, just to go offline. They go on like a teal, or they go, they. They have a, a Shabbat. They call it like a detox, a detox, a technological detox, and it just to just let go of this stuff for a little bit and just re-home into who you are, what your life is about. Go into nature. People go on these like walks for out for days and just or go hunting like Rogan style, whatever it is, just to get out of the rat race of life and the phones and everything, just to get away from it. So you can just refocus, ground yourself again. And this is really important that they're doing this for for much higher reasons. They're trying to protect us all from our enemies who want to kill us. So it's very purposeful why they're in this space. But we can actually choose it when we're not being forced to do this, we can choose it on some level. Like we're gonna have times before this program ends, you're gonna have times where you can just say, you know what, F the phones, I'm just going to go connect with my boys here in, in, in B'nai Akiva world. I'm going to connect with the program and all these wonderful souls I met. I'm going to stay connected with these people for life. These are real friendships. You know, this is, this is the kind of like, like well, I'm, thank God I told you, I'm still very close with all my boys from London. These are boys for life. You should think about that a little bit. This is part of the intimacy keys to really bond with people, really connect and think about them as souls. These are soul connections. Soul me the soul is attuned to life, it's attuned to truth. It's not just a superficial experience. And I think we all have ability to have these kind of relationships, because we are Jewish souls. We have a, a deep a deep voice within that knows these kind of truths. And um, as we get near to the end, we're gonna start to see all the action. It's you know it's taking its time. I don't realise how many pictures there are. Maybe let me just speed it up a little bit. I don't know how to do that. You know, this is where we were before at the beginning. So this is this is the terrorists that they've captured. You see, guys, you seeing what's going on? Hey, who's sleeping? How can you sleep during this, man? Wake him up, man. He should not be sleeping. Yo. Sammy. 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 <laughs> Wake up, brother. Sorry, man. I've got to do this to you. So th- this is like. They've got to keep these dudes in, in, in a disciplined state. This isn't a joke. That's my son now. He's got his leg Yeah. See? Now, one, one smash on the head with that, you're not going to be concussion, talking again. at least. Huh? At least a right? Yeah. It's him. Yeah, and my son showed me how heavy the bullets are. He pulled them out, like a long chain of bullets in each one of these passages. Five. and five of those around them. Yeah. Those and you are walking around with that. <laughs> yeah. These are pictures you're not going to see on the news, Yeah. I don't know <laughs> to do <that> <laughs> Okay, sorry it took a while to get to this, but whatever. Uh, um, there are some great pictures here. No, they coming up Abbas's face, that his guns on the stage, and he's like giving a speech. This is this is domination here. You see this? Severe man. Come on, this is your kind of blood. This is us dominating <laughs> all these dudes. You love this, no? <laughs> Get excited man. This is it us. Is you hear all this crap on the news about <laughs> oh, oh, ceasefire, all this crap. This is us dominating. <laughs> This I is domination, get this is victory. Get by. Get by. Instead of every day waiting, waking up to hear another soldier die off a bit, let's watch our victory over there. We're dominating over there, over their place. Um, yeah, was a sledgehammer? Yeah, there's a guy, he's a sledgehammer guy, Russian dude, he loves it. <laughs> no, he loves it, he comes and smashes down the wall. That's, what I see. That's an Indian dude. Pretty much to fill in. I didn't see these pictures here, I put him to fill in there. It's the first time it's something funny. Look at this fucking shithole yeah, That's so crazy. Cr- yeah, cr- these yeah. are gyms like, they have. They found a gym. Nice gym. Mm-hmm. He was working out with his nigga. Yeah, man. That's true. Powerhouse. Oh. That <laughs> and I mean, these pictures are beyond. You know, I can't really. I mean, that, you saw that hammer before. Yeah. To get down the walls. Uh, they go through the walls, that's the whole thing. No doorways. No teamwork. You don't know what's going to be on the other side, you know? There's, there's intel, there's drones, but they have drones, by the way. They have a guy who uses drones, goes into the places before them. A lot of Israeli drones get shut down by... Hey, look at the feet. <laughs> you see what's that's going disgusting. on? <gasps> no, disgusting. It's important to see what this is, the kind of discomfort they're going through. And there's no one come to their massage their poor little feet. You can't go, that's the, the uh, doctor they have. She's a, she's a wife of kids. Wow. She's pooing with them, eating with them, just doing all the women's stuff, but with a bunch of men in order to be there for them as a doctor, army doctor. It takes, takes, it takes that whole energy to a different place. it's survival every place they go they've got to clean out the house then they've got to clean it up a little bit like right, so they can live there and then they've got to cook so eat drink sleep and then on to the next place yeah. it's like a whole process yeah. we didn't even get to the videos i've got like hours of footage of videos but What is this 60 gigabyte completely full what do you mean? I sent him off with of a uh, camera and a 60 gigabyte thing. Oh, that's my son got in trouble for this, by the way. Because that, that was a bit dodgy. Dress well, up like a Was it the 60 gigabyte SD card full after this? Yeah. Oh, then we're not, we're not going to get there for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's endless. Right. Remember, this isn't GoPro footage. GoPro would be... I have 60 gigabyte SD card and I have 3,000 photos. We got 1,500. Yeah. So let's, let's go to some of the quickly before we finish off. Let's just go to some of the videos. You want to see the videos? Yes. Yeah. Are you okay with looking at people coming out from the Paris? Or you, I mean, is that, that we don't like them. I'm saying, like, Paris. What the video. Oh, okay. yeah. are you talking uh, about? Sorry, guys. It's a bit of an intense, like, story today, but why not? We need to, really we need to experience know. what our people are experiencing. I do. What do I say? We training. This is the house, you see how much damage carnage has yeah, gone there. Really looks so old. It looks <laughs> like you, The problem is that it could be snipers, all kinds of things. They've got to be constantly on alert. It's a like yeah, it's heavy duty. This is heavy, real stuff going on. Um, We'll find the video a bit more like where you can see, let's see what this is. Oh. This is them, the construction, because they've got like these big, they're cleaning up the areas. There's some scenes here where suddenly you're seeing them standing around and then suddenly there's, there's they're being fired on and you see them all maneuvering and it's, it's crazy. It's like a proper war scene. This is when they're not sitting around the house. It's real stuff going on. Oh wow, really appreciate it, it. Sometimes it's like short because it's like there's there's actual stuff going on. the tanks you see it's blowing smoke into the so they can't just rpg it for defensive reasons it's yeah yes yeah, protects the tank so the RPGs don't can't just locate instead there's obviously, a, there's heavy footage over there. I don't think that's not are looking for something. I have a question, Ali. Yes. Does your son speak Hebrew or English? Who? Your son. My son speaks Yiddish, English, he Hebrew. He speaks you speak Yiddish? Yeah, weiss. Yeah, we I was by many rabbis holy. This is when they go around the houses, you see what my they're looking friend. for. They have to check everything. It's part of the whole thing. He goes into the bedrooms. You see the kind of jewellery and perfume and. Sometimes the house has just been smashed from like the missiles or whatever. Each situation is different. I mean, it's just. Hours and hours of footage here, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was really, (laughs) yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, what's going on? Hello, it's no joke, man. Now he's got Negavis, he's, he's for sure killed people because he's like, let loose, you know, bullets into... Yeah, they're dudes, these guys. I don't know, we could go on all day, I don't know. I've got like, I'm just picking out from hundreds of videos here. Anyway, my, to end off the class, it's the end of the session. I just want to wish you all lots of beautiful, beautiful days ahead in your life. Thank you. Thank we, you have to thank, thank my, we have to thank my son for his mission to protect us all. Thank you guys for your attention. Thank, thank you, B'nai awesome. Akiva world. Thank, thank you, Hashem, that we had these opportunities. You have all the audios. You have all the classes. It's, it's all helpful, real thank stuff. And everyone should be blessed with finding their soulmate and the only good news. Amen.